Hello, hello, hello. I am so excited you're here. Your girl had a humbling moment because I actually tried recording this episode the other day and it just was not working that day. I was having a hard time focusing. I was really like tripping over my words. And then every time I would play back what I recorded, the audio was just garbage. And I was like, you know, it's just not happening. And I, I, you know, I'm already been at it twice as long as I usually spend on it. So I'm just, it's not happening. So anywho, I was like, you know, I have some time. I'm going to, I'm going to try to record that episode. And I sit down, I'm in a new frame of mind and I realize I forgot to plug in the freaking microphone the other day. And so that's why the audio was so awful. So if at first you fail, just know you may have been doing it wrong the first time. <laughs> but jumping right into the episode, I'm super excited to share this with you guys because I wish somebody would have sat me down at seven years ago when I started my business and been like, hey, you know, I know that you are educating yourself on how to run a business, but you need to establish these boundaries now. Otherwise, it's going to be a pain in the ass to do it later. Um, but nobody did. So I'm going to do that for you. Um, just to be completely transparent, I'm still working on some of these boundaries. I am in no way perfect at some of these. I'm honestly not perfect at any of them. I have just shown a lot of progress with a lot of these boundaries. And um, from just knowing what it's like to not have these boundaries, to implementing these boundaries, and watching it um, play such a significant part in the growth of my business, um, and how much I love my job, and um, how much stress it's taking off of me in my business, I just knew that I had to share these with you guys. So I have about five boundaries um, or like boundary categories that I wish I would have focused on when I first uh, started my own business. For a little bit of backstory, I am a hairstylist and a salon owner. When I graduated hair school, I went straight into a booth rent uh, salon environment, which means I, I'm in a, like pretty much an independent contractor. And so I was a business operating within a business. And so I had a lot of free reign. I had a lot of free reign with my prices, with my policies. And um, I really did not pay enough attention, I think, to the boundary and policy aspect of my business. I was just really worried about like getting clients, doing good hair and getting paid and trying to establish myself as a hairstylist. I didn't focus enough on um, the things I needed to do in my business to make sure that I would have longevity like emotionally in my business and have the boundaries so I wouldn't lead to burnout. So I think that this is like the biggest boundary that you can enforce and I would think the easiest, but I always struggle with it. And I know a lot of self-employed folks who struggle with this as well is sticking to a schedule. And it's so fascinating to me because I mean, if you like ever are on TikTok, you might like, you know, that audio where it's like, I was done working nine to five. So then I became self-employed and now I work 24 seven. And it's so true because like, I think back to like when, even when I was in high school and I worked for somebody else. 
if my hours were nine to five, I wouldn't work past five. Even if they like would really like want me to, I'd usually be like, I'm off at five. Sorry. Like I can't help you with this because I got to leave, got to clock out. But when I became self-employed, I didn't have the same mentality. Like, and I'm not sure exactly if it's kind of because, you know, you're starting out a business, you're making an investment. Um, a lot of the times that investment is scary, you know, spending a lot of money on something that you don't know the exact outcome of that's scary. And so it kind of creates this, like, I just have to get business. I, I have to make money. But what I didn't realize is how much I was setting myself up for failure later on, because I kind of did this thing where I didn't stick to my schedule. And so I was accepting all of these clients outside of my schedule. So then when I decided to start enforcing my schedule and my hours, a lot of those clients fell off because they um, didn't or they couldn't um, accommodate my schedule. And so they stopped coming. And so I kind of was like no better off than what I was before if I would have just set my schedule and stuck to it from the very beginning. Another boundary I wish I would have enforced in the beginning was being upfront with how I prefer to be communicated with. I was always just so casual with like, yeah, just get a hold of me or whatever. I should have specifically said how I wanted to be communicated with, whether that's I would prefer for you to text me. I prefer for you to call me, email, whatever the case is for you. I wish I would have been less casual and been more upfront with like, hey, if if you need to get a hold of me, please get a hold of me this way because no other way is guaranteed way to get a hold of me. Because nowadays with, you know, there's text, there's messenger, there's phone calls, there's Instagram, there's Snapchat, there's Facebook. There's so many ways to get a hold of somebody and then that just leads to like not prompt communication. And I just wish I would have been really upfront with how I wanted to be communicated with. That way, um, I wouldn't have happened to be correcting that later on. Um, I also wish I would have been better at having a schedule of which I respond to clients as well. And um, whether that be like in my business hours or even just being like, hey, my, if let's say your business hours are, uh, you know, nine to five, Monday through Friday, maybe, you know, from eight to nine or from five to six, like that is your set time to respond to customer inquiries. I just was so bad about like, you know, I'd be watching a movie with my family and I would be texting back a client because I prioritized, um, getting back promptly with, filling my cup and doing the things that I needed to do with for me. And so when I eventually transitioned to, okay, I'm not going to be taking and responding to clients when it's my downtime, when it's my time to not work. Um, there is a little bit of a, an adjustment because I went from messaging my clients back right away to sometimes I didn't get back to them for the next day. And, and my clients have been phenomenal about that, but it would have just been something that would have been nice to just be in the habit of for both me and my clients right away. I also wish I would have been better. And this is something I still am working on. Um, you know, let's say a customer or client messages me and asks me, you know, what are your hours? What are your prices? Um, asking questions that I've already created resources for them. So for instance, um, let's say that somebody asks for my prices. 
I would go and I'd be like, oh, okay, like, what are you wanting done? I'd be having this full-on conversation, like, kind of consultation, or I'd be listing off all of my prices when I didn't really need to do that because my prices are all listed on my website. I, I created the resource being my website that houses all of the information needed to some degree, um, but I still would like sit there and I'd list everything off and to save time and to be efficient and to utilize the resources that I created. I want to be a little bit better about like if a client reaches out and asks about prices, sending my website information and being like, yeah, I would give this a look and this is going to tell all my prices. If you have any further questions, like don't hesitate to get back to me and we can kind of walk through it. Um, I just want to, yeah, just to be a little bit better about using the resources that I spent a lot of time creating. The next big boundary is not thinking with my client's wallet and charging my prices and fees confidently. Um, I have constantly had to remind myself throughout my whole career that people prioritize things very differently, especially when it comes to money and how they want to spend their money. Um, you can have two people that make the exact amount of money, have the exact same um, maybe living situation, same bills. And one of them may prioritize going to Starbucks three or four times a week. And the other one may be like, nah, I can make my coffee at home. Um, neither one is right. Neither one of them is wrong. It's just the way that they prefer to spend their money and what brings them joy. And, you know, I need to remember that just because it seems like a lot to me um, or I wouldn't value spending that much on it doesn't mean the same for everybody else. You know, I'm a hairstylist. I have a lot of hairstylist friends. They do my hair for me. I'm not going to prioritize spending money on, you know, getting my hair colored because I don't need to. It's not a priority to me. Um, but my clients, like, they don't have that. Them having good quality service and a good quality uh, uh, hairstyle or hair color that is worth their money to them. And so I need to charge confidently and charge my prices that I have taken a lot of time to calculate uh, what they should be as far as like um, how much product is going into these services, how much education I'm spending to be good at these services. And um, yeah, I've done a lot of work on knowing what I should charge. And so I need to be charging that confidently and not be emotionally discounting and um so I wish I would have done that right away in my career, but I know that it's really hard when you're starting out and you're trying to get business, like you want to be competitively priced. Sometimes like you feel like you need to like discount or have sales to get people through the door. And I totally understand that. But I think that if you are um, setting a competitive price or having like a type of promotional event, it needs to be very intentional. You shouldn't be doing it because emotionally you feel uncomfortable charging that. And kind of going hand in hand with the um, charging confidently boundary is enforcing consequences for late customers and clients and no shows um, kind of and this kind of is dependent on what kind of a business you have. But if you are um, setting your time aside for a customer or client and they end up um, not following through with their commitment to be there. I think that it is absolutely important to charge for the time that you're missing out and the money that you're missing out on. I mean, a lot of the times, like, 
you know, it's no different than if you work for somebody else and you get ready for work and you go to work and then they are like, sorry, we don't have anything to do for you to do for two hours and you're not going to get paid for it as well. Um, I don't know why uh, charging like a fee for like no shows or like very last minute cancellations that aren't like illness or emergency. I've really struggled with that. And that's something that I really want to work on this year and something I did get a little bit better at last year. But, you know, it's kind of one of those things like if you're going to create a policy, make sure that it's a policy you're going to see it through um, and enforce the consequences for those actions. Otherwise, there's really no point in having that policy. But I do really recommend you having policies that protect yourself, protect your time, protect your income, and not only having those policies, but enforcing those policies. And I think the last boundary I have is just giving myself the permission to know that my business is very unique to me and I do not have to do what everyone else is doing in my industry. I don't have to be charging what everybody's charging. I don't have to be doing the same services that everybody's doing. I don't have to be doing the same services in the same way. I don't have to have similar hours. I don't have to, none of my business has to be molded to be the way everybody else does their business. And I think I never gave myself permission to do that until a few years ago. So I essentially ran the first four to five years of my business modeling it after other people and then wondering why it didn't work for me. Um, Just giving permission to yourself to kind of look at the areas of your businesses that work and keep doing that and then realizing the area of your business that doesn't work and stop doing that. Even if that means that, you know, for instance, as a hairstylist, a lot of hairstylists work Saturdays. Saturday is usually a really busy day. And I felt like for a long time, I had to work every single Saturday. But the thing is, I hate working every Saturday, especially now that I'm a mom, I have a five-year-old. I'm not going to be spending every Saturday uh, at the salon. I, you know, I had to recognize that, sure, that may mean that some people that have to have a Saturday appointment, they're not going to book with me and I have to be okay with that. But um, that's what works for me and works for my business. And giving myself permission to put other areas of my life ahead of my business, knowing that if I put my business ahead of those things in my life, then my business might not thrive is a big boundary I kind of had to embrace. And a big thing I had to give myself permission to do was to create a business that works for me. Um, Obviously, we want our business to work for our customers and clients, but at the end of the day, it has to work for you first, even before it works for them. And it definitely doesn't have to work for anybody else in your uh, career space, um, as long as it works for you. So, but that is it for me today, folks. Those are the boundaries I wish I would have had when I first started my business. I'm sure I am probably missing some boundaries are a tricky thing. Some work for some people, some work for others. Um, A lot of these, you're going to have to tailor these boundaries to fit you and your business and what is important to you and your values and, um, you know, your customers. And uh, but these are just a general 
uh, set of boundaries I think every business professional should have from the get-go. Um, but head on over to Instagram and let me know if there are boundaries that you have implemented in your business that have been a game changer. Um, maybe you know, implementing these boundaries have helped you attract the right type of clients, have helped you with client communication. Maybe they're just boundaries that have taken a lot of stress off of you and your business. I want to hear all about it. So head on over to Instagram at, at elements of Jamie. We can chat it up until then though. I hope that you learn about your boundaries enforce your boundaries, have a thriving business and own your magic. 